We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on today. Hope everybody's doing well uh, with the beginning of summer upon us here. Um, Again, just uh, stay safe and hope everybody's enjoying themselves. But uh, today I have the pleasure to have on uh, Malachi Jones, who is a wide receiver at Tulsa. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me, Malachi. Thanks for having me. Uh, when we were talking before we got on, you said you're uh, getting ready for or you're hitting summer hard uh, with with workouts and everything. What, I guess what does it was a day in the summer look like for you? So for me um, and some others that I work out with, we have our workout in the morning, seven thirty to nine thirty, um, and you can get treatment. I get treatment sometimes uh, before the workout, and then you're technically done for the rest of the day in terms of with the school, but uh, I'll get in my own workouts, probably one or two more workouts throughout the day whenever I'm feeling it. Um, I also am taking a summer class, but it's all online, so I find time in my day to do that. Uh, I usually end up being done and being being able to relax for the day around 5, 5, 6 in the evening. Good, good. So, pretty even uh schedule that seems to flow pretty good for you then yes 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 very flexible very easy good good well you were born in iowa and you played your high school football in texas so when when did you end up in texas so i moved around like back and forth i think twice uh growing up but i stayed in houston since my seventh grade year and I play. I started playing uh, contact football in Iowa, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Um, so the jump from Iowa to Texas football, I was a little, I guess, nervous at first um, with all the hype around Texas football. Mm-hmm. But I made the transition pretty smoothly um, when I got here for seventh grade for middle school ball in Texas. What's it like playing on Friday nights in Texas? It's, it's, I'll say, I guess it's pretty special. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, playing with your, your freshman class, freshman year, um, I think Thursday nights. Um, and then getting able to move up for varsity that's the following year, your sophomore year, playing on Friday nights with uh, big boys, you could say, uh, is a lot of fun. And it's definitely different compared to other uh, states and other high school ball around the, the country. Absolutely. I mean, you you said about, you talked about the, everything that, the hype that's around Texas high school football. So, I mean, being a right. part of that is, it, it, it always seems that that hype is true. Is that, is that a fact? Yes and no. Um, I feel like when you're just on the field, it's, it's just football at the end of the day. 
but it is something different about having like the bigger stadiums, the bigger crowds, bigger student sections, stuff like that, big time playoffs. So that that atmosphere adds a little something to it. Absolutely. What what's the biggest high school stadium that you played in? Um, I'm honestly not even sure in terms of how much like how many people the stadiums can hold. Uh, I don't North Shore Stadium. I think Galena Park, like that stadium, was pretty big. I feel for a high school. Um, but throughout like playoffs and such, we played at NRG, mm-hmm. which is obviously a pretty big stage. Doesn't get much better um, than that. <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> All right. Well, so your father played football at Northern Iowa. Is it safe to say that that's where your ability got its roots? Um. Yeah, I got I got a little something from my dad, but uh, the hard work that I've put in through my career has also led me to where I am. But I definitely got some help from his genes and what he was able to do. Absolutely. What position did he play? Was he a wide receiver like you? Yeah, he played receiver. Uh, DB a little bit and uh, when he was younger though he actually played some like O-line he was kind of bigger when he was younger but high school or college days he played receiver what goes into uh, becoming a wide receiver like the mentality that you have what goes into creating a wide receiver at the level that you're on I feel like you got to have a little nastiness about you, but as well, just a little finesse, be able to make guys miss, get off the line, stuff like that. Um, and I say a little bit of nastiness with you because you, I mean, football is an aggressive game. Right. Uh, I originally played running back, so I've, I've been running through the holes and stuff like that with the linebackers. So I feel like to be able to catch the ball and then get yacked or rack, run after the catch, yards after the catch. You just got to have that running back type mentality. So uh, you just got to have finesse, and you got to have a little bit of nastiness to play receiver. Having that running back background has to help a little bit then when it comes to that. Yes, it definitely does. Uh, Why did you choose Tulsa coming out of high school? Um, Honestly, it was the biggest – and I say best offer I had, uh, best opportunity that I got um, after my summer going into my senior year. So I just, I took it, took the opportunity. Absolutely. And you were a true freshman in 2020. What was that experience like? I was, so I actually, I redshirted. Okay. Uh, redshirted uh, 2020. Um, and that was a, whole different year in itself uh i think like the team didn't take as many people as they usually do like to travel so i didn't even travel i think i traveled like two games that year i think our bowl game and then uh, ucf like early in the season but other than that i didn't even travel that year so it was very i don't want to say humbling but just different from you know coming being that guy in high school and then you come to college and you're not really the big guy on campus anymore. Uh, but, and I, I, 
I don't want to say it was humbling because I, I know how stuff goes and uh, I didn't look at it any like any wrong way. I just knew I got to work hard so I can uh, make the bus next year. And you did just that. Yes, definitely. So what what all what all went into that process uh, of your redshirt year? What what were your main focuses then? Learning the offense, um, learning how to play receiver in college. I'll say, um, learning how to adjust to the college game. It's a little faster, but coming from Texas high school football, it's not it's not a big crazy difference it's still football at the end of the day um but training with the older receivers seeing how they work and uh like what drills to do and stuff like that uh, all went into me preparing myself for my following year absolutely and, and you had a really good first game this past year against wyoming uh with your first touchdown in that game uh how how what was how was that experience or what was that like being in your, your first, your first game like that? Um, it was fun, obviously. Um, it was kind of like just showing myself what I can do. And I feel like it was also a combination of all the hard work I've been putting in. Um, obviously for this coming year, I just have to have a game like that every game. Um, to achieve my goals and just, continue to show that all the hard work pays off and I feel like games like that every every game every other game is very attainable for me absolutely uh, last season you guys fell just short of a bowl game going five and seven so what yeah. what has your focus been this off season honestly I say with the new coaches and the new staff it's a whole new program whole new culture so I, like that's not even on our mind right now on I feel like on our mind is like game by game but we, we plan to win every game this year uh, and that's just like that's the goals we have make a conference championship win that conference championship get into a New Year's Six bowl game win that bowl game I feel like that that'll be the type of season that we want if we can achieve that that's what we're looking for and you mentioned uh, lots of changes with the new staff and everything. How has that transition been thus far? Um, uh, maybe a little tough because it's, it's very different from what we had before, but it's obviously a good different. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to make us all better, make us tighter as a team, better as a program. So uh, the energy around here is very good right now. And you can tell everyone's excited about what what we're going to do this season. And that has to make it really enjoyable for you to go in every day to to do what you're do do your job per se. Right. Yeah. Everything we we've been stuff we've been asked to do has definitely been harder than what we've asked to do in the past. But everybody's taking it head on and uh, taking it taking it very well. And it feels it feels good knowing that we're getting better and we're working hard. Good, and that that kind of leads into my next question: How do you feel about the future of Tulsa football? With that excitement that you have, it sounds like it'd be really positive. Yeah, I do feel very positive about it. Um, even just as simple as this year coming up, to 
it's going to be a whole different Tulsa than what uh, people are used to, I'll say. Um, and we should definitely wake wake up a lot, a good amount of people. Uh, how has that tempo and energy that you mentioned earlier changed in practice since Coach Wilson arrived at Tulsa? Uh, very more, uh, I'll just say professional-like, uh, faster pace to it. Um, just continuing to move around, work in different drills. If you're not in the main drill, like you're off to the side doing something with your with a specific coach. Just just the whole practice is about getting better, and also just conditioning and um, I don't know, maybe even a mental game in practice. Like because practice is supposed to be harder than the games. I feel like that's really what we're stressing. Absolutely. I, I can speak from a former coach's perspective. You want practice to be harder than the game. <laughs> right. And I, I say this: these practices definitely feel harder than some games so far. So, What what kind of goes into that mental preparation? Um, I feel like for me, it's just a, you just got to have a worker's mentality, like a just do it type of mentality. Like uh, no complaining, no... No questioning, just just do it, just work. It's like it's that simple. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one interesting, or there's two interesting things now in in sports that are around from even my playing days, just 15 so years ago, uh, with the transfer portal and NIL. Like, how, how do you navigate that now as a as a student athlete? Um. So. I obviously got in the portal back in December, and that was just due to um, the firing of the previous coaches. I really didn't have any, like, advice or any heads up or anything about the portal. I kind of just hopped in and um, we'll see what will happen in terms of coming back to TU or going somewhere else, how to navigate through the portal. I would say you just got to have your film and all that stuff made before you even enter uh, to give yourself a, a good foot forward when a colleges come to talk to you and you have all that information um, at your disposal that you can give them and uh, yeah that's what I have to say about that and, and then what what led to you uh, coming back to TU I would say Coach Wilson, and the more I was talking with him, the more I just saw like what was going on around the program, even at that early stage, that this is somewhere I should be, the type of program I was looking for. And also, um, places I had in mind that I felt I could play at or can play at uh, just weren't reaching out. So... I didn't see any anything any any reason to leave Tulsa. Gotcha, gotcha. What what's it like as a student athlete now uh, dealing with NIL? To be honest, my from my point of view, I am not in the big NIL like uh, I say industry or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I couldn't answer that question very well but I feel like you just have to be very assertive you have to kind of know maybe what you want out of that and who what companies to talk to uh, 
what companies attract your attention and who also, you know what I'm saying, give you what you want. And that's who you should go talk to, those type of companies. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So we were talking a little bit before I got on the air, and I, I'm a stadium traveler myself, and I, I would love to know of the games that you've been to so far in your career, played in, and been and been a part of. What a what might be one or two of the best venues that you've uh, witnessed? So I feel like off rip, I have to say, off the top of my head, Ohio State. Um, probably the biggest stadium that I think I've played in in uh, my career in uh, college for sure. Um, what else? Wyoming. Wyoming was pretty cool. It's kind of up in the mountains. Uh, nice trees around the stadium as well. I feel like that was a good atmosphere. Kind of packed the house for that first game. I, I think I'll say Wyoming and Ohio State. Gotcha. What what game or venues this year are you most uh, excited or intrigued to play this season? Um, I would say for sure Washington, uh, West Coast. On I think it's on the water out there in Seattle, which is pretty cool. Um, and then probably I know we go we go to Florida. Pretty sure FAU. Uh, that should be pretty fun down there in, in Florida. Should be a good, good, good atmosphere. Can't go wrong when you go to, to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Florida, this kind of leads into the last question here that I got for you. Uh, what's it like learning from your new offensive coordinator, Steve Spurrier Jr.? Uh, we all know what what their family means to college football. Right. I feel like he just brings a good knowledge to the game, to the team, to the offense. Has a, has a lot, I'll say, on his mind that he can give us to help us, to better us, to better the team, to better the quarterbacks, better the receivers. I know he coached uh, receivers at Mississippi State and I believe South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. So he's he's coached receiver at some pretty good schools, had some coached some pretty good receivers. So... I feel like that's been very beneficial uh, to anyone that can that listens to him and takes in what he's coaching. Absolutely, you're, you, and it seems you're around some very good coaches. Yes, yes, well, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, my the receiver coach Ryan Switzer, obviously having someone like that at your disposal and as your receiver coach, it's just it's very good to have. It's got to be fun to bounce some ideas off him just from his playing career. Right, exactly. Exactly. So it's been a lot of fun having you on today, Malachi, and I really appreciate you joining me. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And a side note, I I live in Illinois, and I know you guys play at Northern Illinois this year, so I might I might uh, might be able to make that trip out to see you guys play. For sure, for sure. Do that if you can. Absolutely. And... Uh, Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in and listening to the show. It's much appreciated. Everybody have a good night. God bless.